Hey guys, welcome to Inbound Agency Journey. This is Andrew, and we've got something special lined up for you here on the podcast today. Very excited to introduce the team here at Do Inbound and share a little bit more about the lessons we're learning, what our internal company culture looks like, and how some of the processes we've developed as a software company can help you as an inbound agency take your processes to the next level. So, without further ado, folks, here we go. Welcome to Inbound Agency Journey. This is the show where inbound agency leaders share the strategies, shortcomings, and successes they've experienced in their journey toward building their dream agency. Now, here are your hosts, Andrew and Gray. Welcome back to episode number 24 of Inbound Agency Journey. I'm your host, Gray McKenzie. I've got three special guests with me today. And the one that you are used to hearing on this podcast is uh, my partner, Andrew Dimsky. Andrew, do you want to kick us off by introing our other two guests and outlining the format for today's podcast? I'd love to, Gray. So here internally at Do Inbound, we structure the inbound agency journey into seasons. And so this is episode 24, which means it's the end of season two. And we like to do something special there to celebrate that. And today we're bringing in two members of the Do Inbound team, uh, Ben Butler and Ryan Herman, to share some of their perspective about what they're seeing, uh, the state of inbound agencies as we're all building the Do Inbound community here together. And we're also going to share a little bit about our internal marketing processes and how we structure things to produce four podcasts a week with four people here on the team. So we're pretty excited to dig in, Gray. Awesome. Well, Andrew, let's go ahead and start with intros from Ryan and Ben, who are waiting patiently on the line. And uh, Ryan, let's start with you. Can you introduce yourself and give the listeners a feel for your role at Do Inbound, what day-to-day life looks like for you? Yeah. So good to be on the podcast. Thanks for having me. I'm excited that we're doing an internal team episode. Um, so my, I guess, official title is Head of Agency Success, but essentially what I do for Do Inbound is chat with a lot of the agencies all over the world that are beginning to use our platform um, and kind of hear their stories and figure out if the software that we've created would be a good fit uh, for them. And so that's really kind of my primary role of why I was brought in amongst um, obviously doing some of the marketing with the show that we do, Gray, um, the sales inbound sales journey. Um, but yeah, really just trying to build, uh, came in and built a sales system and chatting with those agencies is, is my primary role. So that's a quick intro on me. Ben, you want to tell everyone what, what you do here? Yeah, that's a good question. I, uh, I was on with a, a customer this morning and as we were about to start chatting and onboarding him, he asked me, so what do you do with do inbound? And I didn't have a good answer then and I don't have a good answer now. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm all about communications. Uh, official title is head of communications. And what I like to tell people is I delve in the traditional and the outrageously experimental. So if you're listening and you're one of our customers and you got a self selfie video from me, this big old Jewish honker here, uh, welcoming you guys to the do inbound family. That's one of the outrageously experimental. So that's pretty much my wheelhouse. But if you had to sum up my, my job uh, in one word, it's delight. It's to delight our customers. It's to just make everything delightful about the brand and who we are. Awesome. Thanks, thanks for sharing that guys. Um, I want to kind of kick this off with, uh, a perspective that each of you have, because 
you know, Gray and I, we are founders of Guava Box. We understand inbound agencies. Ryan and Ben, you guys communicate every day with inbound agency owners through the Do Inbound community. So, Ryan, do you want to kick us off? What are a couple things that, as you're chatting with folks, you hear a lot of the same common pains come up when it comes to managing their agencies. What are two or three things that have really stuck out to you since you've been working with them? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, Well, see, I really love my job because it's so fun for me to hear um, what agencies are going through, not only in different stages of from infancy to talking with some of the more established agencies out there, but just culturally as well, how inbound is starting to spread around the world. Um, You know, talking with agencies in Australia and Finland over in Europe and stuff and uh, how it's slowly kind of just creeping really around the world. And I think that uh, the biggest pain point that I hear most commonly um, for agencies is just trying to figure out the process of how to really produce the best results for their clients. So from, you know, start to finish, some people are really struggling with the onboarding process and figuring out what is that, how to set the stage for that relationship and what different campaigns that they can do for their, for their clients are going to yield the best results. Um, and especially when people are just starting out. And one thing that I've noticed that's really common amongst agencies is inbound. A lot of agencies, uh, didn't start as inbound agencies, although now it's kind of fun to see some agencies that have now that inbound is continuing to grow, but a lot of agencies have made a transition. So hearing the stories of, you know, starting as a website design company or a PR company, or this morning I talked with an agency who they'd started doing computer repair and then somehow moved in and made that transition. But hearing the story of how they're transitioning uh, has been very interesting. But I think that's also where a big part of the pain comes from is they've had a lot of requests to um, offer marketing services, digital marketing services. And so inbound has naturally become part of their offerings. And it seems like most people are moving towards that being really their sole offering or at least the center of their offerings for, for their clients. But um, the transition is, is sometimes a messy one. It's a difficult one, specifically around how the team's going to adjust and what the processes are going to look like to make that transition and, and to offer the best services possible. So that's really, Andrew, one of the, the things that I hear the most um, in terms of like a pain point. Yeah, the onboarding process is so key. And Ben, this kind of goes to the happy client show where you and I talk about how to really deliver delight to your clients. Building a game plan to help streamline that onboarding process is something that we talk about a lot. You want to share a couple of quick hits about what are what are some of the ways that having an established onboarding process that's repeatable has it help folks out? Yeah, and I know I know we went through this uh at Guava Box and it's something that was previously unknown to me and something that uh, in my past agency experience I did not do. Uh, but the onboarding process is so vital for the health and the expectation and, you know, really just setting the relationship up on the, the right foot because what it does is, number one, usually there's a sales team and there's a project management team. Uh, so Ryan at Guavabox of Sales, I'm project management. So there has to be a transition between not only those two people, but those people's communication styles, those people's uh, management styles. And so an onboarding allows you to bridge the gap between those two people to make a smooth handoff from the sales to the project management team is number one. And number two is it gives you an opportunity 
to as an agency to say, here's the expectations we have for you and here are the expectations that we have gathered that you have for us and to really refine those. So it's it's really setting up, you know, here's here's who how uh, we'll be running this, here's who you'll be dealing with, here's expectations on both sides. And it's also number three is an opportunity to draw and I like to say to tease out any concerns, any potential conflict points before they really turn into something that is relationship crippling. So those are the three most powerful parts of an onboarding. Without that, you're just kind of making it up as you go and you really just don't look prepared. So I think, and I almost can promise that by refining a repeatable onboarding process, you're going to see transitions a lot smoother and you're going to see a lot better uh, client relationships. Awesome. Uh, Gray, the the whole idea of like creating repeatable processes was the pain that you and I experienced getting Guava Box up and running, and that was the the initial thought that spurred on do inbound. Uh, now going through this, building a tool that has taught us a lot about those repeatable processes. Do you mind just like tapping into that idea and just sharing how is this journey of building a platform to help other people document repeatable processes helped you think about the work that we do in a repeatable way? Yeah, well, I think that's the coolest part of building out Do Inbound is uh, something that's been important. Uh, Andrew, you and I, and we've talked about this a good amount before, but after reading books like The E-Myth and having this realization that we didn't want to just build a job for ourselves, we wanted to build a business and something that had value outside of our own ability to deliver, uh, but processes that we could take to a talented team um, and really people with just a kind of the base level of competency um, at whatever the particular skill is and give them enough processes and details and context and education and a framework to help them succeed in that. So what's been cool as we've built this out is we've learned a lot. I, I guess I can point to a handful of benefits um, that are kind of separate. One big benefit that was a little bit, uh, uh, well, that was definitely unanticipated on my part was the way that I think about processes and would build out processes isn't necessarily the way that other people relate to them. And we've talked before a little bit about how different folks like to learn things. So I much prefer a text-based checklist to go through and follow along as I'm doing a task. But other folks would rather watch a video that's going to give them uh, the step-by-step guide to how you do something. So I think that the experience of interacting with other agencies and do inbound customers and how they think about processes, and they're walking through developing those processes for their own agencies, Um, that's given us perspective and insight into how we need to build stuff, um, not only with the tool itself, but also for Guava Box and how we interact with our team and outline things. Um, What's cool about uh, the two things is obviously as the processes inside of Do Inbound, as we continue to improve those, that makes us more efficient on the day-to-day stuff. And one good example of that is the podcast. So every single podcast episode that we do here and and all the seasons, uh, the seasons of podcasts and all four podcasts that we do, which we can get into here in a little bit, um, each episode is broken down into a very detailed step-by-step process. So for example, as we're recording this right now, Andrew, you are on a family trip out in Colorado. And so I'm stepping in to write the show notes for, um, for a podcast episode that's coming up soon and we have a step-by-step process for how that gets done and how the files get uh, recorded and then edited and published and what that whole process of the social media updates get done 
Um, so having that whole detailed process for how things are going to happen makes it really easy for someone else to step in and cover when we need to be away for some reason. Um, so it's definitely shaped shaped the way that we do things in terms of just understanding and getting to see the tangible value of having this stuff documented out. Um, it's pushed us to document way more than uh, than we had previously, and I thought that we did a decent amount of document documentation previously. And then just have learned a lot about the different learning styles that people have and how to make your content accessible and usable for folks. So a lot of lessons uh, have been taken away there for sure. Andrew, you've kind of been the point guy on the podcast editing so far and the publishing side of things. Do you have anything you want to add there on either on the individual shows, what the shows look like? I guess you could also give folks just a recap of what the what the four different shows are, um, but then also how the process has has changed your life. Yeah, I think, and this kind of goes back to a little bit of a higher idea when when agencies are looking when they're out looking for software. I think, and I went through the I walked through this process. I was looking for a software tool that could help. GuavaBox manage the services we are delivering to our customers, to our clients. And it was through that process and really through building DoInbound that I discovered that we don't need a tool at all. The tool should really fade into the background. What we need is a framework that can be repeatable. We need a, we need a platform that can facilitate that framework, a process that we can use to walk our clients through from the beginning of the relationship all the way through to renewal and just continuing it on. We need something that can facilitate that journey for them. And so each season of the podcast that we do here are a segment of that exact same framework. This is, these are all inbound campaigns, which means that these are recurring activities that we do on a quarterly basis. Every season is broken into 12 weeks, so we can do four seasons in a year with one episode per week. And so the, the framework for our podcast seasons is the exact same framework that we use to deliver blog post campaigns for our clients. We have a three-month campaign. At the beginning of it, we create a cornerstone offer, like an awareness stage ebook or an awareness stage checklist, and then each blog post relates back to that ebook. That's a repeatable framework. So we took that same model that we use for blogging and we applied it to podcasting here. So now, Gray, whenever we launch a new show, it's really easy to activate that, that show template inside of Do Inbound, fill out the different episode titles or the different guest names for each of the 12 episodes in that season, and all of the tasks and processes are already documented. So creating that framework allowed us to scale our own internal marketing really, really well because the, it's like the skeleton was the same. We changed the, the, bone, the flesh and the muscles on it because they're each different topics. Uh, but having that framework in place has been really, really helpful in the marketing process here and really, really helpful in delivering our services to our clients. So that's one thing that when I'm onboarding new customers onto the Do Inbound platform, there is this aha moment of, wow, this is going to be really helpful from a project management standpoint. But going through and customizing these templates has allowed us to almost take a step back and look under the hood at the way our agency operates and dive into our documentation in a way that you know folks may have never done before, uh, and that's that is the real reason why you need project management is to give you a framework to operate within. But folks don't, you know, we don't understand what the real pain that we're trying to solve is sometimes. 
Um, but having, having that ability to go and review the different deliverable templates and the different test templates has helped folks realize that they actually have something bigger that they're trying to solve than they first realized. So that framework in place, using Doing Bad and Manage's podcast has been really, really helpful. Uh, the four different shows that we're running right now is obviously Inbound Agency Journey. This is our flagship podcast. This has been around the longest. We're at the end of our second season now. And we launched the Happy Client Show, which is hosted by Ben and myself. And on that show, we dive into all kinds of topics all around delivering services to your clients. Um, our focus is how do you delight your clients at each different phase and how do you use the operational processes at your agency to deliver a higher level of delight to those clients. Um, that show uh, comes out every Tuesday. So you can head over to the Do Inbound Learning Center, just doinbound.com slash learning and find the stream of all these shows there. Um, the next show is the Inbound Sales Journey and that's hosted by Gray and Ryan. And the focus of that show is all around selling inbound services and growing your agency. So um, one really cool resource that Ryan has outlined there is a awesome ebook on how you can build a sales system for your inbound agency. And so each episode, Gray and Ryan dive into different topics around the sales process, around sales conversations, specifically for inbound agencies. So that's a good resource, and that comes out on Wednesdays. And then a show that is in production right now, getting ready to launch, is... A, the agency toolbox where Gray is, this is actually a video podcast, so they, the process is a little bit differently there, different there, but Gray dives into different um, software tools that are out there for inbound agencies and dives into what are some helpful features in some of those. So, Gray, that process has kind of been a work in progress for you to get that up and running because it's very different from the other shows that we run. Do you want to share a little bit about what you've been learning through that process, getting that show up and off the ground? Yeah. It's um, so agency toolbox. My idea there is so I've been the operations guy at Guava Box and at Doom Inbound, um, now for quite a while, and have played around with hundreds of software tools and figured out how to try and streamline things to make us more effective and more efficient in our everyday life. And a lot of those, uh, the same questions that I asked early on, I'm seeing all over online on Twitter, on Inbound.org, on LinkedIn, um in the conversations that I'm having with podcast guests and stuff like that. So I wanted to create a show that basically just shares what I've learned and how we use tools a certain way. Um, you know, the different hacks that we've figured out or tips and tricks to how we use stuff. And then also have it be kind of a, a central point where other people can also, um, hopefully can contribute some good ideas about what the way that they're using stuff and that can get rolled, um, rolled into the podcast and kind of aggregated there for people to uh, to get over, kind of accelerate the learning curve that we've had to go through. So with that podcast, um, doing this is my first time doing a video podcast, and some of the frustrations are just figuring out. So I guess one example is like um, we use a tool called Acuity Scheduling to cut out all the messy back and forth via email to schedule calendar appointments uh, individually or for uh, you know an event that's based on team availability. And that's a tool that not that many agencies that I've come across are using right now, but when they see it for the first time, they love it. So that's something I want to show, but what I want to show them is the back end. Uh, but I get really bored personally just watching screenshot videos. So I'm trying to spice it up with, you know, here's a you know, face-to-face interaction of here's why this is important and kind of the, the high-level stuff, keep that real brief, and then jump into screenshots 
uh, you know, a screencast of me walking through exactly how we've set this up for our agency, Guava Box. And so that's been a, it's been a little bit of a challenge just figure out how to how to work those things together, match up audio levels, go through the production process. But it's been a fun learning experience to start doing it, fun and frustrating at the same time. And I'm excited for that to launch and just to see how people respond to a video podcast. And uh, I'm looking forward to getting feedback on that once we go live here. Um, well, the first episode will probably go live the week of or the week before this podcast episode goes out right now. So looking forward to that one. And one of the questions I want to throw over to Ben and Ryan, and we'll start with Ryan, is just uh, your first time doing a podcast right now. Um, Ryan and I are, I don't know, uh, five or six episodes into Inbound Sales Journey. There's more recorded, but in terms of what's published at this point. Um, Ryan, what's the experience been like getting into podcasting for the first time? Uh, it's been it's been fun and challenging, I would say. Um, I've never... You know, this is my first experience podcasting, and so uh, you listen to you know all the big podcasts out there, and you think like, man, that that seems doable. You know, like I was like, you know, one of my favorites is Tim Ferriss. I'm listening to him. I'm like, all right, like, you know, he's pretty conversational. He's good. I I could do that. And then and then we get down to actually sit down and do it, and it's like way harder than I I think I originally thought it was going to be. But I think it's been been fun because it has allowed us to take a lot of the questions, uh, like as I speak with agencies, um, and kind of hear their struggles, um, specifically on our show regarding sales, it's been a great way to kind of jot those down and have you and I go through what some good solutions for those might be and do a little bit of research and then, and then have a, a kind of a cool avenue to share that. Uh, and I've also enjoyed, um, I take point on writing up the show notes. So going through and then kind of writing as well and improving my writing, writing skills through that process. Um, I would say that I kind of enjoy the podcasting more than writing cause I've never been that strong of a writer, although I think I'm getting better. Um, but podcasting is just a really cool way to, to answer those questions. And I think it's just a great way to communicate with people. Like for me, um, when I, would drive everywhere. I used to just turn on the radio and listen to music and got kind of bored with that. So it's really cool now just to be able to pick whatever show I want to listen to in just a great way to get more knowledge on the go. So I think that's probably why podcasting is becoming so popular, but I've enjoyed, um, you know, trying my hand at it. And right now I would say like definitely subpar at it at best, but continuing to get better with each episode, which is, which is encouraging and good. So feeling a little bit more confident in it. So that's kind of where I'm at, Gray. Yeah, good stuff. I think it is. It's kind of like a. It is just a confidence game. Um, Ryan, you have done really strong uh, things on the sales side. There's a ton of knowledge that would be helpful to folks out there, and it's just the um, the confidence of this is a new medium and getting adjusted to uh, to that environment. Ben, what are some of the takeaways you've had from starting the podcast? I really like what Ryan just said about how. You listen to all these podcasts, and I'm a big fan of the Michael Hyatt podcast. Um, you listen to them, and you're like, you know what? I could do this. And then you sit down to do it, and you realize you sound like a clown, uh, which was my experience. Um, you kind of like almost have to relearn how to communicate, um, and it's communicating authentically as you have before, but for some reason, whenever there's a microphone in front of your face, you somehow do it differently. So, you know, uh, from a mindset, really relearning how to make that transparency and that 
authenticity come through the microphone so that it's just like a regular conversation and just how much practice and how much you have to do it to get to that point. It's, you know, I don't want to sound like it's a big obstacle or a challenge to start a podcast, but you really need to think about it. And it's an amazing asset to, to put time into, but you have to practice, you have to prepare, you have to test, you have to see different formats. So really just the experimental process of podcasting is the biggest takeaway that it's not as easy as it looks that you really need to to sink in a lot of work to make something that's worth listening because any idiot can get on a microphone and start talking but it takes a, a someone who's truly refined to put together a piece that's actually beneficial and sounds good yeah good stuff it is it is a challenge but it's been a fun journey uh, guys, I kind of want to shift gears here. We can go back to podcasting if you guys want to hit on that. By the way, if you're listening to this and you're an agency who is podcasting right now or is considering getting into podcasting, um, if you have any questions, you are always welcome to send them our way. Um, I think at some point, guys, it would make sense to write up uh, in more detail. I know that we have some of those templates for how we do stuff inside of Do Inbound right now, but um, but to write up some of our processes for how we schedule guests and how we are able to crank out four podcasts on a weekly basis while we're doing everything else that we have going on in the way that um, I feel like we're so much more efficient today than we were when we started doing this. Um, but I kind of want to switch gears here. And we introduced uh, Ben and Ryan earlier, but didn't give you a whole lot of details on um, when they came on board and what the company culture today looks like. And that was uh, one of our goals for bringing uh, the most of the team here on. So this is, uh, we don't have Mike, our developer on, uh, on the call with us as well, but, um, for bringing everybody in. So Andrew, I'm going to kick things over to you. Do you want to talk, maybe intro this by sharing what the pain points were, why, uh, and when Ben and Ryan joined the team? Yeah, I'd love to. Um, so Ben and Ryan, we both, we had a relationship with them, obviously through Guava Box. So we've been able to see them work and see their skills and the value that they bring to the table. And as Do Inbound has grown, the you know it started as a not it was a it was a side it was a spin spun out of Guava Box and kind of grew slowly. Um, but as it as it began to gather some momentum, it became clear that Gray and I weren't going to be able to manage things forever, and so. We looked at, we sort of mapped out our ideal customer life cycle and had identified how different people on the team, at that point it was just Gray, Mike, and I, had filled those different life cycles. And there was a real pain around attraction. Um, so the sales area, we where how folks were going to come in um, and get into the platform. And then once they're in, how do we make sure that we continue to deliver delight to our agency customers over time? Um, and both of those areas uh, we, we thought would be better served if we had one person who could provide all of their focus to them. Um, so that's where the conversation started. And since we already had the relationship with Ben and Ryan, we'd, we'd, we'd been able to see their skill sets in action. It was sort of a natural fit and just a real blessing that we had that experience with them already because it really streamlined the process. Um, once Gray and Mike and I started talking as the the business owners, how do we how do we begin to grow this team so that we can service more agencies around the world? Uh, these guys were able to, you know, their names were right at the top of the list during that conversation. So bringing Ryan in to really handle 
uh, point on reaching out and building a sales system for the company was important. Um, we are huge advocates of inbound marketing, obviously, Gray. But since Do Inbound is so focused and it's very niche, there is an awesome opportunity for some very targeted um, outbound marketing with an inbound spin. So Ryan has done a great job of building um, a database of folks to reach out to who kind of match our ideal customer. And we've been able to leverage the content that we've created as a company through that process. So it's not a it's not like a cold call, um, annoying, interrupting people, but actually some good value to share with them there. And then Ben has just done a great job of building the process for onboarding our new customers and making sure that we're delivering value on an ongoing basis with them. And those are both systems that did not exist before. And that was the main pain. Gray and I had built a lot of things already, but we wanted people who could come in with an entrepreneurial mindset and own an area and invest in building a repeatable process there. So Ryan has built a, a repeatable sales process that if we got to the point where we wanted to bring on another sales representative, he could fit into that spot and follow the lead that Ryan has laid there. And the same with Ben in terms of customer marketing and ongoing uh, communication there. So those are sort of the main areas of, of pain um, that Gray and I experienced. So um, Ryan, you came in and you outlined a sales process pretty quickly now, you had followed one in the past, but what was that process like for you of just building something from scratch? Um, how, did, how did that unroll, and what did you learn as you went through that? Uh, it was very different. Uh, it was, so just to give everyone a quick background, so I spent the last two years up until uh, April 1st, I think was when I first started coming on full-time uh, at Guava Box and then eventually to do Inbound, but I spent two years before that in new home construction, still in the in the sales arena, but obviously a huge shift for me. And I did not have, you know, in my opinion, and I'm probably biased now because I built our system now, but in my opinion, the system that we had for in the home selling business was was pretty horrible. Um, and so unfortunately that area was not one that I had a great model to take with me and bring in. A lot of it was really um, just doing a lot of research and trying to figure out, you know, since we use HubSpot and we have the CRM available there, kind of how everything works. And a lot of it really was trial and error. Um, and when we first started with Guava Box, that was that was really what I wanted to start with. Was not just, hey, here's a da- database, let's start reaching out to people, but thinking through what's the best way to do that, and but have it all kind of make sense together. So not just, hey, there's a list of people I'm going to start calling or I'm going to start emailing them, but what is the process after I call them going to look like for follow-ups? Like what's the whole system in its entirety before I start doing this? Because I knew if I started reaching out to, you know, uh, different prospects one at a time, my tendency, and I think probably the tendency of a lot of salespeople, regardless of the industry they're in, I think just kind of our nature is, we're, we're not that great at being consistent uh, with follow-ups and things like that because that takes a lot of organization and organization, at least in my experience, working with quite a number of salespeople over my career was never like the greatest strong suit for, for the majority of them. Um, and like admittedly, probably not for me as well, but joining Guava Box and then building the system for Do Inbound as well forced me to think that way and has turned me into a much more, I think, analytical person in general. But it's also like now at the point where I just feel so much more confident 
in in really in two ways. One, knowing that every person that's interested that's coming through the site is being followed up with multiple times and that no one's slipping through the cracks. And that was really like one of the areas where I looked at, okay, what defines success for me in terms of what the sales system can do? That That's a huge one because I think the follow-up, talking to a bunch of agencies, follow-up is, is really difficult and something that a lot of people are bad at. So making sure that you have a system in place to nail that process down is, is hugely important. But the second thing for me was how do I build it so that if I had to walk away from it and we had someone else come in and do the the selling for us because my I needed to focus on something else or we were just expanding in expanding the team is this easy for them to walk into and find success with and so that is you know where I'm still evaluating now how good is that process I think we're pretty much there though in terms of just documenting everything having it built out in a really clear system uh, on how to do that. And so that's what I'm really excited about now is getting it to that point where it doesn't depend on me. And I think, you know, agency owners in general need to get all processes that way. It, it can't just be, you know, what can Gray and Andrew do? It needs to be if Gray and Andrew want to go on vacation or they need to focus somewhere else and move their efforts to a different part of the company, what they're leaving is that able to have someone else step into and not not fall apart. And so that really was what I tried to do when I came in with building a sales system. Is it scalable? Is it growable? And can people come in and easily do it? And and is it solid? Does it work? Uh, and or is everyone being followed up with? So that was really, you know, for me, what I tried to do with our sales system, Andrew. That's awesome. And it's I think it's a great point that no matter where you are as an agency, documentation and repeatable processes is so important. And if you can't get that down in the sales process, the rest of things are going to suffer as well because without a steady stream of inbound leads, Ben and I tap into this a little bit on the Happy Client Show, without a steady stream of inbound leads, you are handcuffing yourself to the current client load that you have. So if you're a young agency getting up and growing and you want to you know, raise the, the class of clientele that you're working with, Unless you're you're actively doing inbound marketing and you're actively doing inbound sales, you are really tying yourself to those current clients because they dictate your revenue. If you have a, a stream of leads coming in, then you have leverage and you can grow your business with a better class of customer and you can you can be a little bit more forceful or a little bit more authoritative in that process with your legacy clients who might be holding you back in a way. Uh, and if you want to learn more about building an agency sales system, Ryan has created an awesome ebook that walks through a lot of his process and really lays out the framework to help you build that sales system. So if you want to learn more about that, you can go to doinbound.com slash learning, check out any episode of the inbound sales journey there, and you'll find that ebook at the bottom of the post. We'll also throw a link into the show notes um, where you can find that as well if you're on the uh, show notes page. Um, But transitioning from that, Ben, Customer marketing is something that we didn't do very well at Do Inbound prior to bringing you on the team. And now this is your complete area of focus, communicating with our current customers and just adding value as time goes by. Do you want to share a couple of the things that you've learned and a couple of your early initiatives that you've rolled out here at Do Inbound and how that process has worked so far? Yeah, I think pretty much as a a general starting point statement, and I think this applies to not only what we do here at Do Inbound, but to your agency as well. It's one thing to score the customer, to score the client, but it's another thing entirely to 
nurture them along from that point of sale to, in our case, being able to use the tool uh, or the platform as best as they possibly can and continuing to nurture that process along so that they are growing from that just, oh yeah, let's let's invest in this, that they feel like their investment is worth it and that they know how they can get the most out of it. Um, I think that's one of the most important things that, again, both agencies and, and platforms can do. And so going into this, I'd say my early initiatives were to build out what I just described was once we get someone, how do we communicate with them in such a way where they understand a clear defined roadmap of how they can get the most out of do inbound? And going beyond that, as they're doing this, how can they feel part of a community that's bigger than just them? How can they feel connected to people who are literally going through the same kinds of things or are you know, one step uh, behind them or one step ahead of them? So how do we tap into that community and create a community, which is where I'm at right now, is to facilitate and to really start connecting uh, our customers together. So now it's more of, okay, we have an onboarding sequence in place. We have communication that goes out to them that says, here are the steps you should follow. Here are things that you should look into, which involved creating in a frequently asked question section and updates regularly um, to show them, hey, here's how you do these various things. But beyond that, how do we take them and how do we unite them as one uh, community together that can help each other? And one of the things that we're doing right now, and we just launched this as a agent agency mastermind group. And just seeing that play out has been so amazing. And Andrew, I know you're the first happy hour, which is what we call our mastermind. You were so jazzed about it because, you know, it's one thing to have people using uh, a platform siloed, but it's one thing to have those customers who come from the same context and the same conversations unite into one conversation and start helping each other out. I think that has been such a special experience. So, uh, it's just been absolutely amazing and it's it's uncharted waters as far as I'm concerned. So I've, I've been very excited to go through it and experiment with it. Yeah, it's been really cool. And to do it from on the software side is really cool to see, you know, our customers talking to each other and helping each other overcome challenges. That's been really cool. And it has the agency owner side of my brain thinking, how could we do a better job of educating our customers at the agency? Because a lot of times I invest all my time in planning marketing strategy to get them to the point of a sales conversation, but don't invest as much time thinking about how do we structure our delivery process to always be educational, to always be adding value, to using every reporting meeting as an opportunity to train them around the inbound methodology and teach them why we're doing what we're doing. And then also if we have a focus as an agency, how can we create opportunities for our clients to communicate with each other? That is a, a really good opportunity to position your agency in, you know, deliver a lot more value in that sense. If you can create that collaboration and that networking effect there, uh, just some really cool thoughts there. If you align the parallels between growing a software platform and growing an agency, there are a lot of lessons that you can learn um, and bring them back and forth there. That's been a fun experience so far. It's been fun to see Ben and Ryan really take ownership of their of their areas and really put systems in place that allow them to grow and thrive. And, to, and for Grain, I to sit back and watch that has been really cool because in the past, it's been if there was a system built, it was one of us building it. But 
going through the process of empowering those guys to own that area and just letting them run with it has been really, really fruitful. Um, so great. I want to toss things over to you, kind of wrap this up, share with us your, any final thoughts that you have, um, and let's close this episode out for these folks. Sure thing. Yeah. Um, well, I would agree with you, Andrew. It has been, it's made a huge difference um, in the trajectory of our business and the culture for our customers, uh, bringing Ryan and Ben out of the team. We obviously couldn't be happier to have them on the team and um, it's something that we wanted to share with you um, today on the podcast. So if you have any questions about the roles um, that we're currently in, uh, how things are working out in our organization, or um, where do you find folks for your organization uh, who have that kind of ownership mentality, anything like that, we would love to continue that conversation. So feel free to leave a comment on the show notes, which you can access at doinbound.com slash podcast. Um, and you can shoot anything that you have over to us, any questions, comments, feedback, etc., over to us on Twitter. Um, or via email, all of those things will be in the show notes as well. Links to links to contact us there. All right. Well, that will do it for episode number 24 of Inbound Agency Journey. Appreciate your time today. As always, uh, if you've enjoyed this, we would appreciate it if you shared it with anyone else. Uh, shoot us your feedback or leave us a review on iTunes. That is much appreciated. So until episode number 25, which will be the kickoff of season number three for Inbound Agency Journey, Keep focusing on growing your agency and figuring out how to deliver inbound services and delight your clients. Thank you for listening to Inbound Agency Journey. You can find the show's notes for today's episode at doinbound.com slash podcast. Again, that's doinbound, all one word, dot com forward slash podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, head over to iTunes to subscribe or leave us a review of the show. Until next time, remember, life is a journey. Keep moving forward.